0: Children with high self-esteem are better able to cope with setbacks, challenges, and failures. Welcome to Epic Mom Life. I am your host, Kara Peterson. This show is sponsored by The Possum's Tale, a unique book adventure for your 6 to 12-year-old child. Let's jump into today's show. Self-esteem is crucial for a child's development and the evidence is overwhelming that a child's long-term success is dependent upon how they feel about themselves. Unfortunately, many children struggle with low self-esteem, particularly during the adolescent years. As a result, it is really important to find opportunities to help middle school-aged children build their self-esteem. So why is self-esteem so important? Confidence. Confidence is critical for personal growth and development. It allows a child to try new things because they believe that they can actually succeed at those new things. If you have low confidence, you will always think that there's no reason to try because you're going to fail. Academic Success. Children with high self-esteem are more likely to perform well academically. They are usually more motivated engaged, and focused on their learning. Resilience. Children with high self-esteem are better able to cope with setbacks, challenges, and failures. This is a key component in mental health. Emotional well-being. Low self-esteem is often linked to a range of mental health issues, including anxiety, depression, and poor emotional regulation. Children with higher self-esteem are better able to manage their emotions, express themselves effectively, and cope with stress and adversity. Positive relationships. Children with high self-esteem are better able to communicate their needs, set their boundaries, and express themselves effectively. These skills are essential for building relationships and avoiding negative ones. The mental health of our children is arguably our next step pandemic. Prior to COVID, the CDC reported that one in five, one in five, children had a mental disorder. That was prior to COVID. Only 20% of these were actually getting professional help. Building self-esteem can help with these alarming numbers. So how do you build self-esteem at home? That's like the whole point, right? There are many activities you can do at home that can help your child learn how to feel good about themselves, be confident in their abilities, and believe in who they are. You do not need to do all of these. Choose the ones that feel natural for you and your family. Positive affirmations. Okay, true confessions. This is kind of like meditation to me. I have a really hard time with these. They don't flow naturally for me. They kind of feel cheesy. However, just like meditation, I have read the research, and I acknowledge the amazing benefits of both meditation and positive affirmations. So why are they important? We all have an inner dialogue. This is the voice that we hear most often. And when this voice is constantly saying negative things to us, we believe it. Positive affirmations said out loud change this inner dialogue. I found a way to make these work for me, these positive affirmations and for our family. So they were easy, not cheesy. What I did was I created 30 hearts and the little hearts, you cut them out so that you can put them on like the mirror in the bathroom or on a dresser or on the refrigerator or wherever you're where your child is constantly getting into. And on each one is a very, very short and simple, affirmation and each one starts with today so you place a different heart like on on the mirror whatever and then each morning you read the affirmation that's it super simple so you want an example right today i will be a positive person or today is a fresh start super easy you can get those in the notes number two your opinion matters Have discussions with your children. These are not, there's a winner type of discussions. Those are awful kind of discussions to have with your child. We seem to live in a world where people try to bully us or shout us into agreeing with their side. This is not the kind of discussion that you want to have with your child. These will not build confidence. Instead, you want to build confidence. So you're going to listen, encourage. Ask questions and validate. Those are four really important steps. The topics do not have to be centered around self-worth topics. That kind of seems like premeditated and not very interesting to the child. When you show that you respect your child's ideas and opinions, you're showing them that they have worth. I came up with 25 great conversation ideas. You can also get those in the downloads. The idea is to ask one question and see what your child does with it. If they get stuck or they want more probing, you can ask follow-up questions. Each of these 25, they do this. Here's an example. If you were president, and this is based on the premise that a president can make a change in and of themselves, what is one change you would do for the entire nation? Okay, so that's the question. So say that they're like, oh, I would do this and this and this and blah, 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 blah. Okay, well, you can probe deeper. Okay, how would that look? What are the steps that you think you would need to go through to make that happen? Hmm, what would your biggest obstacles be? So notice in all of those questions, you're asking them more about their opinion, more about their idea. You're expressing interest. You're listening. You're engaged. You're not saying... Holy cow, that's really stupid. Or, yeah, no, I don't think that that's how I'd handle the homeless. I don't agree with that at all. Or, you know, that's just gonna cost everybody money. You're not reacting that way. Instead, you're talking to them about what they think. Here's another one. Should students study year round? So they're gonna have an opinion. Huh? What would the schedule look like that you think is the most ideal? so this includes days a week and times during the day how much and these are all the follow-up questions how much of that time would be independent study or study done with a computer and how much would be group or in the classroom or with a teacher or that kind of thing why do you think the schedule you're creating is more beneficial to learning see again you didn't say Oh, you know, I think that we need to go year round during the summers. You didn't say what yours was. You asked what they thought. Okay, how does a person learn to be good? How did they learn the difference between what they should do and what they should not do? What causes them to want to choose the path that is good for themselves and others? So these are all how you do that, how you ask the questions, how you have conversations. I changed the story. Encourage your child to talk about an issue that is upsetting to them. If they feel that someone said something cruel or they were unexpectedly put off by a friend, have them talk about the scenario and then try to look at the scenario objectively. Not you look at it objectively, see if they can look at it objectively. So ask, was there anything that happened to you before that? Was there anything that happened to your friend before that? No? Okay. Was there anything done previously that could have caused it? They don't know. Because so often a person's behavior has absolutely nothing to do with us. And you can say that. So what if in this story, and you can just say this, we don't know because you couldn't pinpoint something that you did or something that they did that made this thing happen. What changed, something changed, and we don't know what that is. So what happens if in that story, their friend learned that their parents were really, really, really angry and their friend was afraid. Well, their friend could have lashed out, not because their friend was angry, but because their friend was afraid and sometimes fear and anger look a lot alike. Could that have happened? But does that have anything to do with you? We don't know that that happened, but that could have happened. So, Just showing your child that there's different things that could change the story, but we don't know what the story is. I think that it's important to teach your child how to ask. For example, did I do something to upset you? I really value our friendship and I did not mean to cause you any harm or hurt. And if the other person continues to be nasty, does not give any feedback, and doesn't seem to want to engage, then it probably is the other person's story. It probably doesn't have anything to do with your child. Your child has said, look, I will be really sorry if I know what I did. I just don't know what I did, but I value you as a person. That's important. Also, it's really important we all carry around personal stories. And this is part of that inner dialogue that we talked about. When, you, when your child sees themself as a victim, whether it's due to bullying, appearance, education, athletic ability, whatever, they push this, I am a victim persona out onto the world. It would be great if you can help them change that story. And again, you'll have to go through conversations with them without pointing at that or without blaming that. So there has to be a lot of talk about that with yourself on how you're gonna do that. Gifts and talents. Part of changing that story will be to explore what does your child excel at? Allow them to communicate their feelings and frustrations. If your child can build, paint, sculpture, draw, whatever, see if they can express what they are feeling through that medium. They can turn their feelings into something that is amazing. Focus on the skill and the beauty of the creation. Show your child how impressed you are that they are able to create this. And as your child gains confidence in who they are and what makes them special, they will start to change their own stories about who they are and what their place is in the world. Find your tribe. I'm a hack. Nothing in the world feels better than when people truly get who you are and bonus of all bonuses, they still like you. Help your child find others who have a similar personality or interest. For example, if your child is more of an introvert but loves the outdoors, see if you can connect with other moms who have children who may be interested in going on walks to the lake or to the park or if they have a kiddo in the same age bracket, who's kind of more of an observer than a talker. Get physical. Vitamin D, fresh air, and movement make for a happy, healthy kiddo. By participating in physical activities, students build their self-confidence by seeing their own physical activities and unique talents. If your child tries sports, they will also be interacting with other children. Usually, this is a great experience. Building self-esteem in middle school children is critical for their emotional and social development. It is essential to provide children with opportunities to build their self-esteem, such as positive affirmations, cultivating their opinions, creative projects, finding their tribe, and physical activities. By encouraging these activities, children can learn to feel good about themselves and be confident. This all leads to a strong foundation for a happy and successful life. The quote this week, life is full of possibilities. You just need to know where to look. Joe Gardner in Soul. If you are hearing this message, you've listened to the entire episode. And for that, I want to send you a huge thank you. Please leave me a comment or review and share with other moms please. Get in touch in the comments or on Kara's social media networks. See you next week for a new episode.